Why, hello there, and welcome to Controversial Curiosities. I'm Jeff McCarty. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show, giving it a listen. Hopefully you've subscribed, you've maybe rated, reviewed, all the good stuff. But I definitely appreciate you being here. And I am back. I am back after a a small hiatus. And, you know, I hope you visited our Controversial Curiosities website. I did put up a post, a blog post on the website, kind of just explaining where I've been, what's been going on. And I would encourage you to go read that. I won't, you know, this episode isn't going to be going into depth of why I was gone necessarily, um, but I definitely was gone, right? So I appreciate you if you're back listening again. Um, I definitely appreciate your patience through the hiatus, and I encourage you to go read that post just if you do want some further information on what is going on with Controversial Curiosities. Um, but we are back, and I am going to be putting out bi-weekly podcast episodes, and of course that post will explain a little better what's going on. Um, but for the time being, I'm here to record, right? I'm here to get back into the conversation. And, you know, the curiosities have never went away, um, and by no means have the controversies stopped right so here i am ready to dive back into it all um and i definitely am excited to talk about today's episode because it's something i've been thinking about um for a while and it's something that's just been talked about for at least the the course of this year um since you know a, a certain date in january i'm sure there's a, a certain date that happened within that first week of january that people are you know that caused these concerns uh, you might be able to put together what i'm referring to but nonetheless i want to talk today about the possibilities for america's future and i really want to just kind of thresh out some of the thoughts that i've been having um on what might be next right and you know i don't necessarily want to call them predictions right and i'm going to get into that why i don't necessarily like that word so that's kind of why i'm going with the possibilities right because these are possibilities and of course you know there there can be kind of a a variety of possibilities that happen and, and, and sometimes there can be multiple possibilities occurring at the same time in a certain sense right so definitely lots to talk about and today i want to dive into that topic so let's do it and you may be asking okay well you know, why Why talk about this now? One, um, you know, why is this important, you may, you may be saying. And for me, I, I think, one, there's been just lots of uncertainty about the U.S. Um, up to this point, right? I think that there has been a lot of uncertainty um, about the country. I, I mean, I would say at the very least it started when Trump was elected president. I'm sure there's, you know, you can trace it back to, you know, probably even earlier uh, more than likely. But I, I think that, you know, definitely it became mainstream when Trump became president, right? And at that time, um, or since that time, I should say, things have just picked up steam, right? I mean, there's been raising polarization. Um, there's been an increase in politicization, right? The, the, the fact that things are more politicized than ever um, in, in a certain sense, right? Everything has a political taste to it. Um, and, and you really are seeing just a rise of extremism on both sides of the political spectrum, right? Left, there's left-wing extremism um, and, you know, what would probably be called like the woke factions, right? And then you have, you know, definitely right-wing extremism and you could see that in what you would call probably the far right. Um, and, and, you know, there's a course murky areas in between um those groups and there's people that maybe aren't as extreme but i mean you definitely have these different groups um that are running on some extreme ideologies right um there's definitely some extreme stuff going on and i i think that that is part of it as well um and, and you know 
once again, this has just kind of been the talk of the town when it comes to political punditry. Um, and by no means do I necessarily consider myself a political pundit. Um, and if I even, you know, came close, it's, it's by no means on a full basis. Um, but, you know, I definitely think that everyone has political thoughts in a sense, right? If you really dig down deep enough or if you really, you know, get somebody and you, you question them long enough and you really just, like, open them up in the sense that they're willing to tell you, most people have some sort of political ideal um, in a sense, right? And I think that when it comes to political punditry, uh, there has been a lot of, you know, will the U.S. go through another civil war? Is, you know, civil war around too. Is that coming um, to a city near you? Hopefully not, right? Hopefully that isn't the case. Um, and a lot of times too, right, there's just talk of like, okay, well, if certain states wanted to succeed, what would that look like, right? Um, so, you know, that's, that's, of course, kind of why I want to talk about all of this. And, you know, once again, I'm going to get into the possibilities and, and kind of see what um, he, you know, what thoughts I have, like I said, this is kind of thresh out my thoughts. Um, and I hope it helps you thresh out some of your thoughts. Right. But before I get into my specific thoughts, right, before I kind of start breaking down what my, you know, what the possibilities could be, or, you know, once again, I, I don't love this word predictions, um, because I by no means am a Oracle. I am by no means, um, predicting the future. I'm, you know, setting some guesses, basically, I'm making some, you know, estimations, and, and they're really not even that, they're really just, you know, kind of guesses and shooting from the hip based on some observations, in a sense, right, and there's nothing wrong with that, because, once again, I mean, I think we all have, you know, predictions about things, right, once again, it's not just political predictions, I mean, we always make predictions, right, like, okay, we, and, you know, another term that could be used is expectations, you have a certain expectation, um, but, I, but I don't think that word works in this case, so that's part of why I didn't use it, but, um, you know, once again, predictions are going to be probably the term that people are using, predicting, you know, what's the future for America, I like the term possibilities, but before I get into that, I do want to just talk about why I don't like the term prediction, and, and you know, I've kind of touched on some of it. It's like, first, I'm just not a prophet, right? Like, I'm not the all-seeing eye um, that can, you know, dictate what's going to happen next or just, you know, read into the future. Um, and, and part of that um, just comes with the fact that, you know, there's really no true way to understand what comes next, um, you know, and, and there's really no way to know what comes next for the country. Now, I do want to entertain some possibilities, and, I, you know, once again, I want to um, entertain some ideas in my head, but, you know, I definitely don't think that there's any way to tell the exact future because you're not really, you know, you can't just look into the future and it's not like reading a book um, or watching a movie, right, or watching a video clip. Like, things are moving and changing, um, and I really think that's the best way to think about the future is, like, you can make these predictions or you can, you know, think about the possibilities, but it's not fixed, right? Like, it's a range of options that could occur based on, all the dominoes that would line up beforehand and fall, right? So that's that's the one reason that I don't love the idea of just saying, okay, I'm making predictions, or, or just saying, here's my one prediction for the country, right? And you're going to see, like, okay, when I, I start to throw out some of my thoughts, like, you might be thinking I'm just covering my bases and trying to, like, you know, hit everything, but not really. I, I really just want to be um, thinking about this in the realm of possibilities, not just one prediction. So that's kind of my preface to those things. And, and you know, my thoughts about this um, subject of what is 
what is to come for, you know, the U.S. of A. is I, I really like to categorize these thoughts and bucket them within two categories of best and worst case scenarios, right? So, like, what is the best possibilities or what are, you know, and, and even that, like, I don't love that idea of, like, well, this is the best stuff that could happen. These are the worst things that can happen because, you know, there's always in, unintended consequences to action sometimes. But, you know, more like this is the better realm or the more positive realm of things that could happen. And this is the more negative realm of things that can happen. Um, so to start off with just some of the best case predictions, um, it, it, some of the things that I think, you know, w would, you know, hopefully could happen and that would be good for the country, I guess is the way you could look at it. Um, but you know, I, I think that we might see that our country finds a way to, to bond and to heal together. Right. I, I really think that with everything that has happened in, I mean, like I said, I don't even know where you put the time marker because it's been going on for a long time, right? Like culture wars, just, you know, polarization, everything in between. Um, but, you know, I, I really do think that that is a potential, right? Is that something, right? And, and this is kind of the um, the part we don't like is like a crisis could emerge, right? And, you know, a crisis of extreme magnitude could emerge that brings us, um, you know, brings us together and makes us stronger, right, gives us a way to, to, to heal as a country, right, and I know that is, you know, you may be thinking, oh, well, we have the perfect crisis, that's COVID, and, I, you know, as much as COVID is something nobody wants, nobody wants to get sick, no one wants to, you know, have to be in that situation where they're hospitalized for COVID or, you know, pass away, die because of COVID, right, like, that is just the truth, no one wants that, but let's be honest, like, COVID is not the mass killer that, unfortunately is required to bond humans together in this sense, right? Like it takes a, a very immediate emergent threat to say that's, you know, put aside our differences and work together. And that, that's happened throughout history. When there is enough of a, a, a threat, people who did not previously like each other have been willing to bond together to, you know, to fight that threat or to, you know, do what they need to do to overcome it. So, you know, definitely a, a, a crisis of extreme magnitude would be needed. And that, that, you know, of course, is unfortunate. And that's why I don't even like the idea of saying, well, this is the best case scenario. But, um, you know, it definitely would take something truly, um, you know, truly threatening to um, bring us together. But if that happens, right, then boom, we, you know, find a way to maybe to bond the country, to heal together and to work together again. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully what you would find in that, and this is kind of, it, it kind of almost has to go hand in hand because I don't think we could do it if we had a polarized, um, you know, if we have a leader who is pushing on the culture wars and pushing the polarization divides even further, you know, that is not going to make it easier. So we, we really would need a truly unifying leader to come about. Right. Um, and you know, once again, I don't think that's, uh, that's obviously not Donald Trump. That's obviously not Joe Biden. Um, you know, I don't know who that is. I, I don't see who it could be in terms of current political candidates or current political parties. Like, you know, it definitely isn't Kamala Harris. It definitely isn't Ron DeSantis. Um, you know, the, a lot of those people just are, you know, they're, they're already steeped in the divide of the polarization, right? Like, I don't know who this leader would be. Um, it's not Bernie Sanders. Like, you know what I mean? Like no one that you could throw a name out at me. Like it, it very, very hard pressed for me to say it's that person. Um, 
you know, I, I would love to say, okay, maybe someone like Andrew Yang. Um, but unfortunately, like, Yang has already had two political defeats within a couple of years. Like, he's, you know, I, I think he has bolstered himself on these ideas, but has, you know, very little results to show for it. Um, you know, and it, it'd be curious to see where he goes from here. But, you know, I, I don't know who that leader would be. But, you know, that is something that could happen is that we do get this unifying leader and, from there, right, maybe that crisis occurs. Maybe it doesn't occur, and that unifying leader just helps us find a way to come together as a country and to heal together again, right? Um, and, and I think the other thing that, you know, could happen, and this is really what is going to change the situation in America, is if a new age of wealth and prosperity comes about. And, and when I say a new age of wealth and prosperity, it most specifically has to be for the middle class, right? Like, the middle class is probably the biggest, you know, the biggest group of people in the country, right? And it's not to say that, you know, the those living in poverty aren't important, but the middle class is what's going to move the political needle in a certain sense, or it's just going to um, spread, right? And, and the idea would be that you expand the middle class as well as you are enriching the middle class, right? So, I mean, it really would take some sort of... Um, you know, I don't know what it would take. It would take some sort of innovation, right? It takes some sort of expansion and innovation into new unforeseen fields. Maybe it's AI that brings this about. Who knows what the case is? I know I saw an article um, the other day on social media and I, you know, God knows, I don't even know if this was a spoof article or not, but I just thought the idea or the concept was interesting that NASA supposedly has um, their eyes on an asteroid that if we were to able to like mine it, for the raw materials that it has, it has enough like raw materials to make pretty much everybody a billionaire, um, which I thought that was an interesting concept. But, you know, I, I think that is something that who knows what we'll see, right? Going into space and um, mining for further materials um, to bring back to Earth, right? Or to use for Earth. I mean, also an expansion. I mean, if people do get to Mars, um, that is something that, you know, who knows what we might find there or what things may change um, to be done there, right? I, I've definitely heard these other um, ideas of how space could be used to, um, you know, change the way our economy works, right? And, and I'm not saying that these are all like set in stone ideas that are going to be part of our future. Who knows, right? And also, who knows what the time frame is? Like, once again, I, I, I'm not really setting a time frame cap on some of these um, possibilities, right? I'm not saying like, well, this is what I think is going to happen in the next 20 years. Once again, I'm, I'm not here to set those predictions. I'm not the oracle of um, controversial curiosities. I'm not the necessarily making um, fixed predictions for the future that I'm sticking with. I'm more, like I said, I'm exploring a realm of possibilities. And these things can possibly happen through, you know, the next 20 years, the next 100 years. Who knows, right? Like that is something that... I don't necessarily have, um, you know, an answer for because I haven't necessarily looked at time in that same sense, right? I, I think that, you know, these are things that could happen and, and that it's only a matter of time, right? Like things can't stay the same. Like things aren't just going to keep going the way they are, um, it is my opinion, right? But at least without some, some sort of change. Um, and that kind of gets us into what I would call worst case predictions. Um, and you know, I left, uh, the worst for last. I don't know if that's the right way to do it, but I, I definitely have some predictions, um, or some thoughts about what, you know, could happen that would be bad for the country. Right. And, and I think, you know, the first of those would just be a further rising of extremism. Um, and even, you know, further 
polarization basically so more and more people splitting towards left and right divides more and more people becoming part of extreme factions of those left and right divides right like it's not only just that there's left and right wing people um but that they become more extreme in their left or right wing isms i guess you could say um and and you know that really would just lead to a, a further splitting of the country um ideologically speaking first but then potentially um physically speaking a, a split of the country right and, and i think that's something that you could definitely see happening here in the future is some sort of split where, you know, who knows how it would work. Maybe the whole West Coast wants to succeed, right? I mean, that's a very left-leaning part of the country. So you could see, like, you know, Washington, Oregon, California. I mean, who knows? Maybe, like, Nevada. Uh, maybe not Nevada. Like, maybe it trickles into other parts, I mean, of the country. Um, you could also look at it from, like, a, a right-wing side. I mean, the, the southern states try to succeed again. Um, and, and, you know, there's secession plans and you see something from like Texas to the, you know, to the Tennessee area maybe is trying to split. Um, you know, it, it, that's kind of the tricky part when it comes to a physical divide of the country. One, I mean, we're just so intertwined because of, um, you know, federalism and the fact that the states do rely on the federal government for certain things. And, you know, there's just a kind of a mixture of that. It makes it hard. The other thing is physical um, splits, right? Like, so obviously two states like New York and California maybe are ideologically aligned more than others, but like you can't just split the country like that, right? Like you can't just have these two states that are now, you know, liberal land or whatever the fuck you want to call that country. Um, but, you know, the point being is like the physical realm matters right so what that means next in my mind um and, and this is kind of where things maybe get a little scary is there could be an attempted overturn of the current u.s government um and that's something that i think you know regardless of where you stand and what you think you know yes january 6th um yes there was riots all last year in 2020 like it, it could be from either left or right right we've seen left-wing antifa rioters who are attacking federal buildings night after night in towns like Portland, um, in towns like Seattle. Like, I mean, this, uh, this is things that are happening. Um, you know, the day Joe Biden was elected. I mean, there were literally, um, a, riots in the city of Portland. Like, you know, once again, it's one of those things that, um, can happen from either side. Right. And there really are these almost totalitarian attempts to, gain control and gain authority in the country from both left and right so that's kind of you know of course the scary part because you know as someone that may try to be level-headed and, and consider themselves a centrist it's definitely not making it easy right um it's not making it easy when there's threats from both sides um so that is a possibility right and that is something that we will have to be wary of and you know i think that's something that could happen because once again a physical split of the country is hard to imagine because there's not a real con connected piece of the country that's all ideologically aligned um much more than you know the two kind of examples i gave um but from there you know if there's an attempted overturn of the country then you know you're definitely got yourself a different situation where it doesn't really matter about trying to split the country based on ideological lines it's a group saying this is our country now Right. And that is something that could happen. Right. It could definitely happen um, if we're not prepared, if we're not, you know, 
willing to control it or if we, you know, don't take the proper steps and if we don't, you know, open our eyes to some of the problems in the country. But that is a possibility, right? And that is scary. Um, and, and you know, from there, I think about kind of there's at least two other ones that I, I, I have here. Um, but the, the first that I or the next that I, I'll throw out is just further stagnation. Right. I, I think that is another thing that could happen. And basically the U.S. could become second place to other another country in terms of being the superpower of the country or of the world. Right. Being the top dog country of the planet um, has been the you know America's space for a long time. But if we do have further stagnation, if we do have further declines in just, you know, innovation and just so many areas. Right. Of um, thought, basically. I think not and not just thought actually thought and production, but if we see that, I think we could definitely fall behind other world powers and, and mainly, you know, this is where the C word comes into play. China, China is definitely, you know, wants to take that spot. I, I would say they, they want to be the top dog. Um, I think China has spent a long time in history kind of, you know, dealing with, um, you know, not being in the prestigious place that they believe they should be right and china does have a lot of great history i mean they do have civilizations stretching back for a long time right like there has been a lot of development in that country and a lot of innovation too um but obviously there have been lots of atrocities in that country and, and there still are atrocities in that country to this day there are uyghurs who are locked up in concentration camps right like that is not okay um but you know definitely i i could see a situation where if the country continues to stagnate, then, you know, China steps in and, and is ready to play, um, that role of the world power, right? So that is possible. Um, and, and kind of the last thing that is in my worst case bucket is just, you know, it's similar to something I talked about in the best case scenarios, but a crisis of extreme magnitude comes about, but instead of it bonding us, it drives us apart. Right. So it's really the same thing. I mean, and it can literally be the same crisis. It all depends on who's leading us, what the crisis is itself. Right. Like, as we could see, a, a pathogen a plague is, you know, maybe different to manage than a war um, or just, you know, there's a variety of things that um, go into it all. Right. When it comes to how you handle each type of crisis. And I think, though, that, you know, definitely a crisis of extreme magnitude could come about and we just don't get our shit together, people. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to get it together. And everyone resorts to a, a flight or, f you know, a fight or flight sort of response and starts just focusing on themselves and their, you know, their immediate circles of families. And, you know, from there, basically, you just have a, a, a collapse. Um, and, and then, you know, who knows what happens after that, after the collapse, you would hope that there's you know, the right people in the right places to make, to rebuild the country the right way. Um, but that could just as well go wrong where the wrong people are in the right places and they're ready to do it the wrong way, um, for, you know, ill means basically. So that's kind of my thoughts, right? Those are the best and the worst predictions I have for you. Um, and once again, they're possibilities. And, and I think, you know, what comes next is, is really, what you might be asking. Um, but, you know, really what happens next is going to be determined by a lot of things. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues that are going to be coming to a boiling point within this next decade. I, I mean, the 2020, um, you know, the 20s are going to be quite the decade, um, I have a feeling. And by the end of it, you know, we're going to be in a totally different place. Um, you know, and of course, that as far as what that place looks like, that's, you know, 
yet to be seen. But definitely I, I see us in a different place um, through the course of this decade. And that's because a lot of things are going to come to that boiling point. But it's once again, it's hard to predict. The, the future is not a fixed point. And the forces that drive history, they're varied. They're nuanced. Like there are so many little things that add up that, you know, it cause this chain of events, right? And I would say whatever is going to happen to the country in the next 10 years has already been in the process of occurring, right? Like the dominoes have already been lined up dominoes have already been falling right for this to occur um so you know definitely the future is not fixed but there are all of these forces at play what makes it hard though is that sometimes it's it's hard to predict how a force is going to play out right what certain actions may have consequences but they may be unintended consequences um as well as new forces can come about Right. So there's other things like if people people, you know, as much as people were saying, yes, a virus is possible. No one predicted the coronavirus exactly when it was going to happen. Right. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, who knows what new things could arise that cause the, you know, the future to shift in certain directions. Um, but, I you know, with that being said, and because the future is not a fixed point, I definitely believe we can still make an impact uh, to the way things go right and we can sway things towards a best case scenario and, and really try to avoid those worst case scenarios so that's that's my predictions for the country that's my thoughts i you know i, I definitely don't intend you to um you know, I'm not really here for you to agree or to disagree with them. I'm more here just to, you know, get your mind running. I may be thinking about what are some possibilities for the future of the country, right? Like I would love for you to contemplate yourself. What are some possibilities you think of? Um, and feel free to, you know, I, I would love to hear those. You can always find me on social media, um, Twitter. You can, you know, find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, whatever the case is. But yeah, I mean, I definitely would love to hear people's thoughts um, on what predictions they think are coming, right? Because I think that's... Um, um, you know, something that is worth thinking about, to say the least, because the more we could contemplate it, the more we can maybe take an active path to avoid the worst case scenarios and, and shift towards the best ones. Um, so, you know, with that, I, I definitely appreciate you being here. And, you know, once again, I just want to thank you. Thank you for listening to Controversial Curiosities. Definitely appreciate you. You're going to be getting, for the time being, and once again, go read that blog post on on the site um, to get an understanding of what I'm doing here with Controversial Curiosities in the meantime um, and why there was some slight changes. But you're going to be getting a podcast episode every other Friday, right? So you'll see me again in two weeks at the very least. Um, I will be ramping up the production of episodes once again back to kind of the normal rate we were at previously. Um, but because of some changes, they're definitely in the meantime had to be a hiatus as well as just um a, a restructuring of the amount of content i'm able to provide based on my time availability so you know with that i, I do want to just thank you once again for listening please share subscribe listen to this rate and review um you know you can subscribe to the Substack. everything is going to be free for a while while i'm pu putting out a a different um, amount of content, right? While I'm putting out less content, I'm just going to make it all free. So, you know, please share this with somebody I um, think will appreciate it. And thank you again for supporting Controversial Curiosities. I will see you next time.